T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good morning. I'm Jennifer Hodges. Here's what's happening. Police in San Jose are investigating an officer-involved shooting that happened late last night with a traffic stop near the intersection of King and Story Roads. According to police, the driver got out of his car and started shooting at two of the police officers who returned fire. Following the exchange, police followed the man to a home on Sinbad Avenue where they were again shot at from the backyard. San Jose Police Sergeant Christian Camarillo says one officer was hit. We were not able to return fire, uh, it was, so it was merely the suspect shooting at officers when the officer uh, took around. It's just a very dangerous time for, for police. Uh, you know, we had another officer that was shot and killed down in Southern California, and, and th- these are the dangers that our people face every day. That officer being treated at a local hospital and is expected to be okay. The man was eventually taken into police custody. For the first time since the pandemic, San Francisco's Chinese New Year's Parade will be back on the streets this evening. In recent years, the city's Asian community has felt the sting of racism, and organizers are now going out of their way to address any security issues ahead of time. Here's KCBS's Jim Taylor. Hey, throw in a few firecrackers, and this is what it'll sound like for a couple of hours as the full-strength Lunar New Year's Parade traverses the city. There's been a lot of the API hate and a lot of hate crimes that have been happening, which obviously are it's tragedy and it's absolutely terrible. And so in terms of security, there's definitely going to be some added security. That's parade organizer Stephanie Muffs and Police Captain Farmer Central Station Chinatown. We're making sure to concentrate on those passageways and alleyways that are often overlooked as far as public safety. Be sure to check out the brand new Golden Dragon. All 288 feet of it. Jim Taylor, KCBS. In the East Bay, a school may be cutting the 6th through 8th grade classes at one school before the fall semester begins. But parents in the meantime are worried for their students. KCBS's Alice Wirtz reports. The school district in Alameda would phase out 6th through 8th grade over two years at Bay Farm School. It serves kindergarten through 8th. Pascal Scuderi is superintendent. He admits his district has a problem. We frankly feel we have a significant structural problem in our district, and right now that is having too many middle schools for the number of middle school students that we have. He says declining enrollment is to blame. His district, like others, continues to grapple with insufficient funding from the state. Bay Farm School serves fewer students than the other two in town. Their enrollment numbers have been considerably more stable than the Bay Farm middle school programs. 
that's one of the reasons we landed on this proposal. Kristen Weiss has a fifth grader and a seventh grader at Bay Farm. She's concerned about the impact on her kids and those who care for them. We understand that the budget is the budget. The kids and the teachers are kind of the collateral damage here. The proposal will be voted on by the school board the second week in February. Alice Wirtz, KCBS. At the beginning of this year, Oakland's police department was finally on track to exit two decades of federal court oversight, but then its police chief was placed on leave amid a scandal over officer discipline. KCBS's Keith Menconi spoke with one local author about where the reform process stands currently. A 2003 court settlement mandated that OPD make a long list of reforms, including to training and discipline for officers. Investigative journalist Ollie Winston says over the years, those reforms have made a difference. What you're no longer seeing in Oakland are the sort of officer-involved shootings like the sort that the Vallejo Police Department have been under the microscope for in recent years. However, last month, Oakland Police Chief Leron Armstrong was placed on leave following a report alleging the department had mishandled two cases of officer misconduct. The revelations have raised the possibility that court oversight could be extended. For Winston, who just co-authored a book on the history of police reform in Oakland, it's just another reminder that lasting reform takes continuous outside pressure. Any community that wants to change law enforcement can't engage with the problem on a episodic basis, you know? It has to be sustained. Keith Mancone, KCBS. Police in San Francisco have arrested a man who fired a gun in a Jewish synagogue earlier this week. Police say the suspect, who is not being identified at this time, entered the synagogue Wednesday, fired a gun several times before fleeing the scene. There were no reports of injury or property damage. Well, nestled between dioramas of African wildlife, a new art installation at the California Academy of Science. It's titled Leo Nakesho, and it transports visitors to the bustling city streets of Tanzania's largest city of Dar es Salaam. For more now, we're joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Walter Katundu, a multidisciplinary artist and educator. Walter, thanks for joining us this morning. Oh, thanks so much for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about the uh, background and the, and the concept uh, behind this work? Well, yeah, I was an Osher Fellow for the Cal Academy of Sciences, and um, just sort of tasked with with um, creating an artwork or some sort of artistic intervention with the museum. And when we when I got a tour of African Hall, it sort of touched on a lot of things that I've, um, uh, in my memories, because I grew up in East Africa, I grew up in Dar es Salaam, and I realized that there was a lot that was missing. Uh, and I think the, I wanted to, to find a way to create an artistic intervention to put something in the, in the space that would ground people in the sort of lived realities of people on the other side of the planet. Because a lot of times these diorama halls are really, they're sort of these um, picturesque sort of um, idyllic nature scenes at a distance. And historically they have kind of a problematic um, and extractive history. And so I wanted to do something that was of the place, from the place um, that felt like more personal, but people could have a uh, feel like they had 
a little bit more of a direct connection. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting. I've, uh, I was going to say I've been to, to Dar es Salaam, but it was actually just at the airport on the stopover to to Arusha, and mm-hmm. I feel as if I feel as if a lot of times with Africa, especially here in this country, when you see um, you know art installations, pictures, people talk about things that always involves animals and safaris, that sort of thing, but not really the people of Africa. Right. I mean, touch on that a little bit in terms of. Uh, this work in particular? Yeah, I think I think people often have a very narrow view of the continent and, and its inhabitants. And, you know, I, I don't think the educational system in this country does anything to, to dissuade them from that. And then there's a lot of things, you know, there's a kind of lack of specificity. If somebody's gone um, to any part of the continent on vacation or have taken a trip, they usually come back and say, I went to Africa, but they don't mention the country, they don't mention the city, they don't mention the village or the people that they were with. It's usually um, seen as enough in this country just to say Africa. But nobody says, I I went on holiday in Eurasia. They usually say, I went to Bali or I went to Thailand, or they mention something specific. And I think that that lack of specificity, to me, it sort of implies a lack of motivation to learn and understand more about a place with you know, a billion people in it and, you know, over 50 countries. And so I just wanted to narrow the focus down to like something specific to think about a particular shopkeeper in a particular place in a particular district in, in, in Dar es Salaam, just to, just to remind people that it's important to be specific and to have that kind of uh, level of attention to detail and curiosity. Is that how you feel that your installation addresses that that curated view of Africa you're talking about? I mean, you feel as if it really broadens it and hopefully broadens people's minds? Well, that's a good question. I'm I'm also presenting something that's pretty specific. Um, And so I'm hoping that it just makes people ask questions about maybe why they uh, haven't noticed something or been aware of something before. And um, I'm telling a particular story as well. You know, I'm, I think I'm well positioned to, to tell this story because I grew up there and I've lived here and I've sort of navigated the rift between the two spaces and sort of I understand what's lacking in terms of people's connection and, and knowledge of uh, places on the continent here in this country. So I am trying to just kind of interrupt you know, normally if you if you have narrow views of the continent and you walk through that hall, they're not really going to be troubled. So I'm trying to kind of interrupt that and, and maybe create the space for possibility and, and deeper understanding. Yeah, and for people maybe to ask a few more questions. I mean, I, I said a while back, I can't remember who I was talking to, my husband and I were traveling and we were uh, over in France and we turned on the evening news and, and I was really shocked. I'm like, wow, this it, this really shows the, um, the lack of information we have in this country about Africa. I mean, so much of the news over there was covering, you know, different countries in, in Africa. So I would imagine that even this kind of work, this this what you're doing is really just kind of opening minds people to there's a lot more to the continent and all these countries than um, than you know what what you might think. Yeah, I hope it does that. I, I truly do. And when I I've traveled as well, and and I tend to end up having really interesting and expansive conversations with people who have learned about you know different countries in on the continent. In, in the same sort of level of detail and specificity that Americans learn about European countries. You know, there's an idea that, that the people in Africa are contributing members of like a global society. And 
uh, I feel like that is that sort of education is not necessarily prioritized here. Um, the U.S. is often very inward looking. So I'm just trying to find a way to, to connect with the place where I grew up, connect people to these ideas. And, um, and African Hall is a really sort of beautiful and complicated setting. And I feel like it's an, a, a nice opportunity to get people to start to ask these questions, start to reflect on some of these issues. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah. Tell tell our listeners what they should know about, about visiting. I mean, how long will the installation be up? Uh, what is it they need to know? Well, it's, it's in uh, Tushar African Hall, and it will be up for um, a maximum of one year. Uh, so there's a little bit of time to go and see it. Um, it's not necessarily meant to be like... Uh, um, sort of aggressively engaged with. <laughs> it's a piece where there are a lot of sort of delicate items and objects and things placed. And I think it's it's more about like coming across its presence and, and taking a really careful look at what's present. Because I think there are a lot of, um, I've put a lot of things in the work that tell kind of little micro stories about the shopkeeper, about, you know, you can ask questions about why certain objects are in the installation and wonder about the history of other pieces and elements of the work. And there are also little QR codes in the work that are hidden that if you scan with your phone, you'll be able to hear an interview about the piece and, and read more about it. So um, I just invite people to come in and and think about the, the sort of uh, uh, intersection of this piece in this particular hall. And hopefully it allows people to then think a little bit more critically about the other exhibits that they encounter in the space. Fantastic. Walter, mm-hmm. thanks for joining us this morning. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. And that was an artist and educator, Walter Katundu. He's talking about his installation of the California Academy of Science. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.